0: If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. Hmm. Mm. No. That's the great question. <laughs> what is the long-term effect of too much information?
1: I legit
2: think I'm gonna start restart this episode because of that. (laughs) 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 Can we restart?
1: (laughs) Are you that like triggered by it? Uh,
2: (laughs) A bit. Maybe it's a maybe it's a Freudian thing. Who knows?
1: What does it remind you of? What does it remind you of? (laughs) Come on, tell us, Gene.
2: Sushi. Slap. You
1: want to roll? That's pretty good. You want to roll with that? Let's do it. Let's Let's do it. 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 Welcome back, Wine Jar cynics Dio,
2: Gene.
0: Hmm. <laughs> okay. All right.
2: All right. So, <laughs> so this is the thir- final part of the mini dream series. So we did a uh, Romancy. then we did the psychological interpretation of Freud. Now this is a uh, Carl Jung symbolism. So, all right, that's it. After that, we're gonna do another mini series on paganism. So, you know, subscribe on YouTube, Bitshoot Odyssey, and. Subscribe. Follow us on Twitter
0: subscribe. and share share us subscribe if you want to get your fill Don't be of the man. old gods stay tuned for the next series cuz that's literally what it's about and um going to be a big one yeah we may even have some uh like, some guests yeah we may we may or may views. not have so depending on how uh, emails go okay <laughs>
2: Carl Jung on dreams, the value of dreams. Jung saw dreams as the psyche's attempt to communicate important things to the individual, and he valued them highly, perhaps above all else, as a way of knowing what was really going on. Dreams are also an important part of the development of the personality, a process that he called individuation. Disguise. Whilst, uh, <laughs> I like the way that, how the article says whilst... Wills Freud thought that dreams expressed forbidden wishes, and by the way, we kind of raised about that in the last episode, the forbidden wishes, that had to be disguised. He differentiated the manifest content of a dream, what was on the surface, from the latent content, what was hidden. Jung saw dreams as expressing things openly. He wrote, in quotations, they do not deceive. They do not lie. They do not distort or disguise. They are invariably seeking to express something that the ego does not know and does not understand. C.W. 17, paragraph 189. What do you guys think of that? You guys agree with that?
0: Yeah, I would say so. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. no 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 thoughts. you
2: guys are a little bit too agreeable
0: i don't feel
2: i don't feel i don't feel i was looking at memes i don't feel the cynic vibe Busted. i don't feel the cynic vibe That's i kind of agree but i don't agree because first of all i think that sometimes i think you do know what what the, what is in the dream because you've kind of you may have dreamt of it before mm-hmm. like i said you know the dream with the sharks you know killing me eating me alive yeah like i had seen if it's, it's a re- very consi- recurring it's, dream? yeah it's a recurring dream it's very consistent so i'm like ah shit not this again fuck oh like awareness within the dream. yeah it's kind of creepy I,
0: I, th- I think you have awareness within the dream yeah i mean isn't that what lucid dreaming is yeah yeah I That's
1: kinda, like complete awareness and control
0: yeah so i mean obviously it's possible
2: yeah yeah so that's i think this is like piecing it more from a symbolic perspective
0: that
1: you're n- at a certain point, because like he
2: says here, they do not deceive, they do not lie, they do not distort or disguise. They're invariably seeking to express something that the ego does not know and does not understand. This, this
0: is dreams. Yeah, but they they do distort. Yeah, because they're symbolic. Like they're not direct. They're, mm-hmm. Like they just we just talked about the last episode where they were. Yeah, they're. It's actually your. It's actually your girlfriend, but it's taking the shape of your co-worker yeah is represent that's represents your girlfriend like that's literally what they do getting a little flip floppy there germany
2: (laughs) we got you Carl Jung. we got you got you got you man
1: owned all right moving on
2: (laughs) moving on to symbols if dreams are sometimes difficult to comprehend it is because we need to understand that dreams are express themselves through the use of symbols of symbols Jung wrote a symbol is the best possible Formulation of a relatively unknown psychic content.
1: Well, that I feel like he's dealing a lot in absolutes. Well, that is a Sith thing. <laughs> <to> <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> that that is any a a Star Wars fan. Let's just look abs- Freud
0: only a Sith deals in young. absolutes. There is two. <laughs> No, but that's a little stupid. That's that, he he we just said that it was straightforward and then he's talking about shit being symbolic.
2: But we said that there is a mixture of both. It really depends on the dream, I think. Hey, that's I'm what not one, really. I'm
0: not the one talking in absolutes. That's that, you know, Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. Like I agree with a lot of the stuff he says, but he's contradicting himself. So that's on him. Yeah.
1: He,
2: yeah. Watch et did then um someone's um falsely attributing this quote because they like Freud. They're like, "Yeah, he's he actually Freud said this." I mean, no He's a Freudian. He also wrote the dream is a spontaneous self-portrayal in symbolic form of the actual situation in the unconscious. Mm. He also wrote that. Hmm. I don't know what he means by this, but it, it, it kind of makes sense, actually. A spontaneous self-portrayal. Because I do feel like... like self-portrayal?
1: Self-portrayal. Um,
2: portrayal.
0: Portrayal.
1: portrayal.
0: I, um, spontaneous
1: self-portrayal.
0: As opposed to what though? Like hmm. your fucking dreams are you? I usually think. Like, do you dream that you're somebody else doing shit ever? I never have. Oh, oh no! Yeah, I mean, I guess a, it's a little bit. But, but, no, like, but it's not often. It's but usually, by, by and large, like,
2: my dreams are usually a projection of what I am. What's well, like am, POV, so, right? Sometimes, projection.
1: Yeah, sometimes in a dream, I don't see myself as myself. Oh, okay. So it happens it's to you then? It's more of a like a like
2: you feel like you're I'm, someone
1: different. Like I'm viewing it even but you, oh you're no, still no no i character. have i had a, you're still a character no but like, i had it
0: even if it's third person no i had it i had a dream oh, i was okay. an, an
2: animal actually never mind so it's different flying like, so
1: but just but I, I you're still you, drink- you though
0: right like when you No, flying. not really if, i think you, mean, if, if, if you, you, like if you primal, get back to was, the
1: self-awareness eventually it clicks if it was primal even if you don't have it like the ego at a certain point it
2: was weird for for example when i was the eagle flying over the the ocean all I, it's weird. Yeah, like it I, I an was animal. not. I was not self-aware that I was. Uh,
0: Maybe you're an eagle that's dreaming that it's Gene <laughs> No,
2: no, it's um. Right now. How do I say it? I just fo- focused on the water that I was flying this above. Does that make sense? This I didn't actually dream, feel dream. the um. A-
1: animals dream.
2: Have you seen cats dream?
1: Yeah. I've seen dogs dream. Well, when
2: dogs dream, is hilarious. Dream have you know. seen Have you seen that viral video when he's like running in his dreams and then he like runs super quickly and then he hits the wall? Yeah. I yeah, love that one. Yeah, he's yeah.
1: like. It's like a classic YouTube video. Yeah,
2: it's amazing. Um, Yeah, animal's dream. A symbol doesn't just tell us about what the dream may appear to be on the surface, but has meaning and resonance above and beyond the particular situation. As Mary Louise von Franz said, the unconscious doesn't waste much spit telling you what you already know. Oh. Is that in the... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's all right.
0: The, the aircraft is taking off. Sorry the aircraft is taking
2: off. We're in the airport by... Um, yeah. What's it called? Um, you don't need to know where we're at.
0: Oh, damn.
2: Pretend, pretend you to know. We'll just cut that out. We'll R- cut it out. Riddle me this. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. All right. In expressing what is not known, particularly related to an imbalance, Jung thought that dreams were a form of compensation... Well, I should be rich then. Sorry, young.
1: He's Trump saying up. so much about dreams, which is like you're covering all bases. I, I mean, yeah, they're. like dreams are this, but but
2: dreams are everything. It's
1: so yeah, weird. But the yeah, thing. but that's, yeah, that's I agree with
0: that. That's true. But yeah. I mean, like he's not saying anything that you don't know on an intuitive basis.
1: Yeah. It's it's this it's that. It's hey,
0: this. we're being, Hey, if anybody
2: is mad because you said we we love Jung, okay, we're we're being fair. I like it's, Jung, but the stuff is pissing me off. We're <laughs> we're, we're, we're <laughs> being we're being true cynics because we 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 said shit about um Freud that m- many people who are Freud fans will probably hate. So oh, now we're said doing
0: good stuff about Freud. We we acknowledge the stuff we like. Yeah, exactly.
2: So I just
1: see it now, I see the world in a whole new perspective.
2: Oh God, don't even don't even mention that.
1: That one, <laughs> that one really does. I oh what uh, no wait, Don't <laughs> even. it really does. Okay. So uh, just <laughs> yeah, exactly. so you know okay.
0: the the, uh, the <laughs> redid their studio today, so there's, okay, a, there's a lot of uh symbology. Freud Freud yeah. for, um, Freud uh, Freudian slips.
2: Symbology. Mm-hmm. Who's the one who put up the car uh, the, the drapes? The drapes
1: look very uh, uh, that was uh
2: deal put them up. Yeah hey, uh, yeah. You have you're having Freudian slips, man. <laughs> this is some primal thing going on in you.
1: Maybe unconsciously I wanted it to be like that? Okay. It's possible. Okay, I can't, man. Can't blame me for that.
2: I can't. Yeah, it, there is a co- pandemic. Better than the alternative. Yep, that's true. It's oh, pain compensation. Painless. Let's <laughs> go on compensation. <laughs> on one of Jung's own dreams gives a good example of compensation. Okay. The dream concerned one of his patients. She was an intelligent woman, but Jung noticed that increasingly in their sessions that there was a shallowness entering into their dialogue. Mm-hmm. He determined to speak to her about this, but the night before the session, he had a fo- the following dream. He was walking down a hi- uh, highway through a valley in late afternoon sunlight. To his right was a steep hill. At his top saw stood a castle. And on the highest tower was a woman sitting on a kind of balustrade? I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. In order to see her properly, he had to bend his head far back. Mm-hmm. He awoke with a crick in his neck. Even in the dream, he had recognized the woman as his patient. Okay, interesting.
0: All right, what, what's it mean? And this is
2: Memories and Dreams and Reflections, page 155. Jung said that the interpretation was immediately apparent to him. If in the dream he had to look up to the patient in the fashion in this fashion, in reality he had probably been looking down on her. The dream had been a conversation for his attitude towards her.
1: This almost seems like uneromantic. Yeah? That's a dream yeah.
2: Kinda like prophetic dreams.
1: No, just the, w- the way he's seeing it. Or, yeah, he's taking it, and because then- it's
0: a dream, it's the opposite. So if I had to look up, that means I've been looking down.
2: Well, a aromancer remember is divinity and prophecy.
0: Oh no, what's the other one?
2: Uh,
0: what's dream interpret? DreamWorks, DreamWorks. Oh, DreamWorks, dream dream DreamWorks. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. DreamWorks. That was the other one. Yes, Big yes. Dream
0: dictionary. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. right. My bad. Um. So what? I- so their talks were shallow because he was looking down on her. And then he jumped that, and then it popped up, and
1: said,
2: well, "I don't know. I don't I'm know. just reading. I'm not I'm not paid to think. Damn.
1: So, I guess, it's so I, guess if, if that's, I ain't, if that's I ain't that's getting in the paid Dreamworks. at all. Actually, he's using DreamWorks, which okay, I guess.
0: I mean, if it worked, like he's, that's what it
1: was. Yeah,
2: like he's seeing the emotional state instead of the actual <laughs> dream itself, like the the feeling of the dream. You know what I mean?" That's what dreams. DreamWorks is. He's focusing more on the the process of the dream rather than the actual I get, dream itself.
1: I, I get it. It could work. It could yeah. work. Yeah.
2: So it makes sense. Yeah, because the the way.
1: I mean, especially. I mean, that's what he studies. It's what he's probably thinking about all the time. So you're kind of more self aware of what's going mm-hmm. on and wanting to interpret it. Sure. All right. I mean, he knows himself.
0: Yeah, and he, he does. knows himself. If it, if yeah. that if that trigger like what I'm saying is like. If him waking up with a crick neck because of that dream triggered that idea that, you know, oh, I was looking up, it was her, he's thinking about that already, and he's like, "Oh, maybe that's why shit's weird because I've been looking down. you know, yeah, I don't know, maybe. And then maybe it was his dream. I don't know.
2: Jung, Jung's example, if we look at a dream that Jung used to describe, his particular approach to dreams, this may become clearer. A woman patient dreamt as follows: She is about to cross a wide river. There is no bridge, but she finds a ford where she can cross. Uh-huh. She is on the point of doing so when a large crab that lay hidden in the water seizes her by the foot and will not let her go. She wakes up in terror. terror. Oh well.
1: She <laughs> got crabs.
0: Yeah, crabs, we did it. <laughs> That's own You're Good job, get crabs. DreamWorks. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be own romance, be that right. That would be that would be
2: romancy, yeah. which I think is kind of <laughs>
1: if she got him, kind of who told them?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, send us your no, dream no, but that actually media. I can well, imagine. Well,
2: we'll no, no, it. really, <laughs> I could imagine that actually from a, a, a old own a romantic person from the past, like you, hmm, you dreamt you dreamt of crabs. Therefore, you'll have crabs. Who, who you yeah. been sleeping
1: with?
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's good though. If you're listening, um, go ahead and send us your dreams on uh, all social oh, media be platforms. We will interpret them for you. We will I interpret would, yeah. them. We have absolutely no training, but we've read some articles, so we're we'll more than happy to put them in perspective. Thank you, and you're welcome. Well, I mean, you can get three perspectives. Yep. here's the thing, the way I
2: see it, it's that, um, we're like
0: the old ladies that share and I. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, no, but you know what,
2: dream interpretation, that'd be an interesting business. I think, it, just for fun, I think a lot of people would be interested. We'll do it,
0: for,
1: because you guys are here some, first, th- we'll do it for free. Open a Fiverr. <laughs> but because, <laughs> of, no, <laughs> <laughs> but no, 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 but here's the five thing bucks. though. So <laughs> give you three interpretations for five bucks. <laughs> so there's many
2: aspects of doing, of dream analysis. So there's the dream work where you do the thought and the process and the emotional th- process of the dream. Uh-huh. Then there's the divinity portion. Then there's the uh, oneirological uh, pro- portion where it's like more scientific and it looks at the, the brain wall.
0: I call it the, the divinity part. You the divinity part. Work, you can work out the other two yourselves.
1: I'll do two works. And there's the yeah.
2: symbolism part. I like the symbolism part. That, there's some yours. something there. Like, what is the symbol like? Because, you know, symbols tend to be like, for example, if you, if you see woes in your dreams, have uh, you ever seen woes in your dreams?
1: I don't know. I th- think so. I when I, I see know. fucking snakes all the time. Back, snakes, I, that's I, I, interesting. I hate snakes. That's right. I all the fucking <laughs> back time. home.
0: That's interesting that you see snakes. All the fucking time I see those bastards. I hate them. I saw
1: huskies, I think, not wolves. Yeah, those aren't wolves.
2: Yeah, interesting. Say, interesting.
1: Back home in Mexico?
0: Where
1: <laughs> huskies live.
2: <laughs> what?
0: Huskies are everywhere now, man. They are. They're in Hawaii, too. <laughs> Poor bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't envy them. But no shit, send us your dreams. I want to do this. I'll be your prophet.
2: It is worth pausing Thanks. to remember what Jung says about dream interpretation at this point. So difficult is it to understand a dream that for a long time I have made it a rule. When someone tells me a dream and asks for my opinion, to say first of all to myself, I have no idea what this dream means. After that, I can begin to examine the dream. Huh. I don't understand why he... Maybe he's trying to be humble and saying... Maybe
0: he's trying to kill his own bias before he
2: does. Yeah, no, 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 that's true. I think that is that is a good way of, of saying it. Because, you know, you really don't. A lot there's... Because, you know, dreams, there's so many layers to it. There is, like, you know, what is your, what is your emotional state while you have a dream? What is um your... Um, what did you eat before yeah, what, you went to sleep? So many things. There's so many aspects. Yeah, also trace minerals. Remember we were yeah. talking about that? The trace minerals? Yeah. That when but what, what um also the certain vitamins make you dream more
1: like not even more it's
2: like longer more vividly more
1: vivid and more wild so uh-huh. th- yeah Which consider that so that can essentially mean like your diet can affect your dream the, humans also, have known this for a yeah. long
0: time it was in uh, what was it christmas carol yeah so but you need they to consider that, that so
1: that's why it's uh-huh. like through all dream interpretation onerogens. if you if you if yeah you're taking some form of onerogens. And by the way, it could be throwing off the perspective of the dream just based off of your diet or supplements that you're taking.
2: If you're like a a new person here, we talked about onerogens and oneromancy. Onerogens are uh, drug drug inducing, not not, Not uh, not always drugs.
1: It could be herbs. Herbs could be herbs. Herbs um, sort of supplement. It could be a supplement, but certain things that induce dreams mm-hmm. and make some can make them more vivid an, an external like, thing that you yeah. put into your body yeah. yeah
2: yeah exactly and a lot of the occult uses it from what i heard
1: have you ever heard of the dream
0: machine
2: no no
0: real quick um it's basically a uh it's a fucking like a turntable with a light in the middle and it has fucking various like shapes and shit that fucking cast uh you know fucking lights out Like a children's fucking nightlight thing or something. Mm -hmm. But this actually induces really vivid and strong dreams. But
1: do you, like, look at it before you go to sleep or something?
0: I'm not exactly sure. I haven't heard of it in quite a long time. I read an article, I want to say, like, in Men's Health years and years ago. But they were talking about the dream machine. And I really wanted... It was a cool prospect because they sell them as that. But you can actually just take a turntable, like a record player, Mm. and set up, like, a paper thing, cut the fucking little shapes out and stuff, put a light in there, and then fucking have that spin while you're sleeping. You I don't know, think I, you have you to you know stare I can imagine. It,
1: but I can imagine just <clears throat> that visual, seeing some visual before you sleep. Oh, but also.
2: Yeah, like the little toys in, in, in yeah. front of yeah. Well
0: I not could, not I only that, but a fucking so like let's say a fucking um is kind of nightlight projects out onto the walls or whatever. <clears throat> that stuff is going to fucking affect your the, the eye li- movement. The light, yeah. Yeah, through light your eyelids. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it's different random patterns or something, it probably triggers some sort of uh Absolutely, altered dream state. So, we should look into that dream machine. Actually, I'm going to pull that up. You guys go ahead. Okay,
2: I'm I'm going to go on the dream interpretation. Okay, there are a number of symbols in this patient's dream: the river, crossing a river, a ford, a crab, and the foot. To begin to understand the meaning of these symbols, Jung asked his patient for associations to the dream. That's the interesting part. This is a a lot more scientific aspect of it. You know, the psychological aspect, rather than just assume what it is you know ask them themselves what is your association with this you know have them say it you know cuz i think most of the time people assume what it is and be like yeah it's a snake right you're scared of it well maybe not maybe you love snakes you know mm-hmm. it really depends
1: it's uh, it there's kinda, so many layers just really quickly it kind of reminds me of that meme <laughs> with, the, with the teacher you are reading like the novel oh like i the, know you're talking about the author meant this the teacher's like uh let me really tell uh, you i know no no, no. <laughs> you
2: hated that and you were the one telling me this too Which one? that the that meme where the teacher's like the, the the color is blue right let's say that the author says this mm-hmm. no no but what does the author mean oh though?
0: my god yeah. no i went through that in fucking college like that shit because it pissed me the fuck because up. remember
2: blue is <clears throat> symbolizes sadness because it's in mm-hmm. but you know, even though that actually is so, so the is author could
0: just write a fucking story. It could be the it's sky. A, it's a badass fucking story. And then the fucking, like, literally, this is just, like, liberal arts fucking majors justifying them getting paid to do a job. Like, oh, I can't <laughs> I just get so. paid to read a <laughs> book, so. so I have to teach people to I deconstruct so. it and fucking talk. And I really, I like the teacher who did it, and it was kind of fun. But, like, at the end of the day, I'm like, what if that's not what he fucking mm-hmm. meant? What if he just wrote a fucking story? I uh, wouldn't. I mean, exactly there's, because there's
1: some brilliant authors out there who I'm gonna say probably put little things in there like that, but the majority you're trying to psychoanalyze yeah. somebody based on something they're writing, but it's like
0: maybe they just like that story. Maybe the narrative is good. That's it's, why it works more with poetry. Why but people you, tried
1: to take it into hmm. other forms of text? Why? Why like do? You, why do
0: you think that that they, they specifically? made mention the fact that these were these particular kind of flowers on the battlefield. and mm-hmm. Because when he was there writing from his own experience, those were the type of flowers <laughs> on the fucking battlefield. Yeah, yeah.
1: Ask God. Like, you know, know, like. <laughs> There's things you're missing, clearly. That yeah, because well, a lot of these life.
0: fucking stories are written from experience. Yeah.
1: Like, oh, yeah. And was. that's what makes them great. But, yeah, it's the direct experience. Yeah,
0: Exactly. And, and you're sitting there like, ooh, the symbolic blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it's like no, that's what he saw. Like he's trying to capture everything he felt at that moment. And like, oh, no, 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 no. What did he really mean? <laughs> what did he, what mean? he really mean? Let's get into the let's it's, get into the homoerotic
1: uh, subtext no, no, of this fucking. It's like no, no, no. This relationship. I, it's it can, blue.
2: It's blue. That's all I meant.
1: <laughs> it was just blue. Yeah, you can see that even. No, today. no, but blue
2: means sadness.
1: It should, yeah, in that culture, it's da, like, da, no, no, at no. that time.
2: Actually, I like the color blue. I like that's the color of the sky and the ocean. So shut up. But I you, love it when when authors do that. It's like you, no, no, I didn't mean that. You're you, just you're putting words in my mouth.
1: You can see, okay, Star Wars with a purple lightsaber. People projected an idea. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. It, but it was let's talk just about the pur- uh, Let's that's talk about the pur- eye, that's yeah. Let's talk report.
2: about the purple lightsaber. If you're a fan of Star Wars, the purple lightsaber means uh, okay. People add a meaning to it, and it's like, oh man, he's more powerful. And red and blue mean like you're mixing the dark and the light side because red are, is the, the lightsaber of the Sith, and then blue is the color of the Jedi. But really, it was because Mace Windu, uh the actor, he wanted a purple lightsaber. Samuel L. Jackson just it, can I have it, a purple lightsaber. That was it. it. It's his favorite color.
1: He wasn't meant to have it, but he just asked for but, it. But you
2: know what's crazy? It changed the lore so but drastically. It changed it, so only I people, think it was
1: because people projected it and yeah, yeah, they yeah. ran with it. People,
2: yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, um, because if you have a purple lightsaber, it means you had to have dabbled into the dark side, but you can control it well. So, and it makes sense because red and blue is purple, so people, you know, they they uh, make that meaning. Yeah,
1: and another And reason, it worked,
2: but it worked though, and it's a cool um, little... Um, it worked out well. It's a little, how do I say and
1: that? And that's the fans going in there, because the fans always usually have pretty good ideas. Yeah,
2: that was a good idea, so...
0: Well, and that's why I say like, it's not entirely useless because basically this whole deconstruction shit, I mean, I guess the fans had more to go off because there was already the universe established, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There are already rules that it would follow, like following these rules, we can draw, we can infer this conclusion. But like if you're in a college, like reading class, reading a bunch of short stories from China in East Asian language and literature, right? Not connected, not in a, sh- like, the universe that is shared is our own fucking universe. Yeah, 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 you know? exactly. And it's, it's like, exactly. Yeah, it's poetry. Yeah, I mean, you're basically, in in a roundabout way, you're, like, advocating for the case of the existence of God because, like, the one who's making these things is the one who created the earth. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the reason why there were blue flowers there is because there were blue flowers there, you know? If There's a deeper poetic meaningful reason again, ask God because He's the one that put them there, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the author, not necessarily He put them. You get, you get what I'm saying? Like, there, I get is, it. there is instances where the author may be like, Oh, this is on a subconscious fucking level. He's I think it depends like, oh, on the author, really. The, well, some of are, course, it yeah, exactly. Because author, yeah. some authors like that, they, they like to be. You Some know. of them are extremely detailed in how they set their setting they're, like, giving, so they're uh, like breadcrumbs. I want I want to really put them in this field, right? I want them to feel like they're in field. I want them to know how it smells and tastes and looks and so I'll tell all these details and then the fucking the liberal arts guys just have a fucking field day with it, you know. And they
1: can they can they can, they can make it like sound They legit. can write <laughs> their fucking
0: PhDs yes, off this shit. Yes. Like they can write whole theses yeah, over it, which this. is crazy. It, because a thesis will be longer than the story yeah. by a good margin story 20 pages thesis 300 mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> all right moving on she said okay I'm talking about the going back to the uh, patient's story the her association with these symbols in her dream so the patient said she thought that the river formed a boundary that was difficult to get across something she had to overcome probably something to do with the treatment she thought that the Ford offered a way of overcoming the difficulty. Probably in the treatment. She associated the crab with cancer. Oh, that's interesting because cra- the, the the sign, the yeah, astrology, astrology sign is yeah, cancer. Mm-hmm. Which she thought was a terrible disease. Oh, no. She was talking about... Never mind. <laughs> she actually... Never mind. It's not about astrology. She's relating it, relating it to a disease. The actual cancer as a disease. Interesting. Because I thought astrology...
1: How do you make that connection from a crab, though?
2: Maybe because it's like because you know they're um because I think at that time um maybe maybe from a religious aspect they see um because I know some religions they think that uh crabs and other they're um what is it um filth they're filth yeah, yeah. and it's bad mm-hmm. they're they're bottom feeders yeah and I think like in Orthodox Christianity you're not allowed to have crab or lobster because they're bottom feeders yeah
1: same so, reason you so, can't have pork.
2: So uh huh that's why you have the negative connotation. And I think during this time people were there were some people were religious, some people weren't, you know. Anyway, um of which she was afraid of and which had killed an acquaintance, Miss X. The crab obviously wanted to drag her into the river and she was terribly frightened. What keeps stopping me What keeps stopping me getting across, she mused. Oh, yes, I had another role with my friend, a woman. Jung describes his patient's relationship with her friend as a sentimental attachment, bordering on the homosexual, which which has lasted for years. The dreamer adds that Miss X had an artistic and impulsive nature, which the dreamer felt was punished by the cancer. In particular, Miss X had an affair with an artist after her husband died. Okay, interesting. Let's go on the objective versus subjective level. This dream could therefore be taken on an objective level, which would treat the dream images as corresponding to objects in the real world. On this level, the dream could be about a fear of cancer and of following in Ms. X's footsteps, being impulsive, having an affair, and experiencing terrifying consequences, being pulled under the water by the cancer. This could also be described as an interpretation on the personal level. Jung, however, made his interpretation on the subjective level. Here he says, and this is a characteristically Jungian position, that every object in the dream corresponds to an element within the individual's own psyche. Thus, the river, the crab, and all the associated elements refer to the dreamer's own psyche. Jung's interpretation was therefore that the crab in the dream was pulling the dreamer back into the unconscious, the river, to confront the unacknowledged, not living, lived out, and unhumanized part of her own personality, her own artistic and impulsive nature, as well as her own masculine nature. The dream was trying to compensate for the absence of these qualities in her waking life. Okay, I'm going to give my two thoughts on this, because, for example, I have a lot of dreams about water. So, and most of the dreams I have about water, they tend to be negative. Like, either I'm in the water and I'm drowning... And I'm, by the way, I'm a good swimmer, so I don't know why I dream about this. But, yeah, so there's. I don't have a fear of water, which is weird.
1: I didn't know that about you.
2: Yeah, I mean, I remember I was going to be... I wanted to be in the Coast Guard, so I was on the swim team. Really? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not afraid of the water. And so it's weird to have that. I don't know what the, the symbolism can be. Because, you know, there is a, a psychological aspect. Um, I mean... People are afraid of water because there's it's the unknown, especially if it's an ocean. It's also very. Th- it's called thalassophobia. M- moist. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you were gonna bring up moist from the last episode. Is water wet? <laughs> is math? Is math related to science? <laughs> No, no, no. We need you on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I love Nina Cruz. when he said that, we need you on the stage.
0: There's a there's a lot of reasons. Even if you're not scared of water necessarily, or you're but it's, confident in yeah. swimming, you should be fucking scared of the ocean.
2: Yeah, now the ocean, cause, like, but the, the ocean the it does make
0: of the ocean.
1: There
2: is an objective and a subjective level to it, which I understand why. It, in my dreams, at least, you know, looking at understanding myself, why it would make sense because the ocean is terrifying. It is very powerful and overwhelming. Another thing is that the ocean is deep and it's dark. And vast. And vast. So, and that's something that's creepy. I used to have this dream, right? Where I would, when I was a kid, where I was um, on this, like, uh, this pier. And underneath the pier, I felt that there was something moving. Something under the water. But I knew there was something under the water. It was very creepy. And it was, like, something consistent. So,
1: You've had a lot of reoccurring dreams.
2: Very, yeah. No, and I've had this dream since I was a kid. So at least like 10 years old, 11. I was, I just, this is why I like this topic. It's something that, I don't know, I'm just, something that I guess I've been good at doing. Mm -hmm. Kind of strange. It's a weird niche. But anyway, let's go on um, amplification. Jung interpreted that this was the masculine aspect of the dreamer's nature as the crab has seized the dreamer by the foot. Jung amplified the dream... The dream, the symbol of the foot, with reference to his own understanding of the symbolic meaning, feet. Such amplifications could be a reference to any kind of mythical, religious, fairy tale archetype archetypal association. Jung linked the foot with the myth of Osiris and Os- Isis. He would not necessarily tell the patient this link, and concluded that the foot, as the organ nearest to the earth, represents in dreams the relation to earthly reality and often as a phallic significance. Yeah, this is becoming a little too he's Freudian. Re- he's reaching. He's reaching. Maybe he again. He you know he was a collaborator with Freud. Maybe Freud told him this. Hey, remember <laughs> remember what this the foot means. What does it mean? You know what it means. <laughs> he's just staring at him with a creepy face. You know what it means.
1: He definitely had a foot fetish. Oh yeah. Okay. I uh, gotta say he had, I, you I know, don't understand you know. foot fetish. No, he
2: he had. I think Freud had an everything yeah. fetish, man. If,
1: if
0: any he, listener out there can explain, don't kink shame, man. I'm not shaming, I just not- don't, I like I want to understand. Like it's genuinely perplexing to me. Like I don't I don't get it. I just can't like there's some I can I can that'd, understand. That'd be funny
2: if we end this. Okay guys, tell uh, those foot fetish people out there, please tell us why uh PM us
1: a couple reasons why if you usually smell
2: all right, give let me let me let me, <laughs> <laughs> let, me get, let me go to the feet.
1: Na- feet funguses, feet fungi. Do
2: you got feet fungi, man?
1: No, but it happens, and it's gross to think of I've
2: it. never had it.
1: I've never had it either, thankfully.
2: Yeah, so I'm I'm a cl- I'm a clean guy. Anyway, Jung, Jung, but um, yeah, this is starting to get Freudian. Okay, okay, I, but the whole thing with the feet representing the earth that makes a lot of sense because you know, for example, when like. There's I've had some dreams where it's like the the ground like disappears and you feel like like you're falling. It's disturbing too that feeling, like you're not on the earth. You know what I mean. And when you're not on the earth, you're you're afraid. Obviously, there's nothing stable. I mean, have you been through an earthquake? No. It, you get that kind of feeling almost, like the earth is moving so um so rapidly and and fiercely that it's like the world's like it feels like it's falling apart and it's like. You feel like you're not standing on anything almost. It's, it's a creepy feeling. And then it's like you get some kind of, I don't want to say PTSD because that's a strong word, but you get this kind of um, feeling, you're feeling under your feet, like you understand like the earth more. Does that, and now it sounds kind of weird, but it's like you understand like the vibrations in the earth more. And it, it's, this is starting to sound like fucking Avatar. Yeah. You know, movies <laughs> like tough and stuff, like she can feel the earth and stuff. No, but really, you can because it's like you can feel every single little thing going on under. Like when I was at the uh, airport, like there are so many people, like you could feel like the, like the um, ground moving because it was like the way that it was structured that it could like, it'd be, almost it be a vibration. Yeah, like a vibration. Cr- but yeah, I don't know, that's weird.
0: Anyway, um, I got some info on the Dream Machine if you want to see that. Uh, we want to put it at the end. So, I mean, let's do it at the end because yeah. I want to finish
2: this. Um. Um, he also made the link to Oedipus which literally means swell foot, which he understood as suspicious. In other words, someone who has not well related to reality. This release relates to the dream to the archetypal level. In other words, those elements of the psyche that are common to all of us, like masculine nature. Okay, so I don't understand what what's I don't know what the myth of Osiris is though, and I, Isis. So I wish I could actually
0: Osiris and Isis.
2: Yeah, do you know about that? Um, what does that have to do with the with the foot? is isn't
0: that the one where he fucking like he was killed and then Dude. because and then know. she like put him back together again and just rode his dick to get pregnant. Was that was that okay? Osiris? That <laughs> no no really that was that Osiris or was that um?
1: I've read about I cannot recall. I can't remember, I can't if, that remember. if that
0: was her if that was Mesopotamian Nim, Nimrod Nimrod and uh I
2: think you I know I can't I, remember. I think with I this symbol remember. I think I could have like um come up with something better than that honestly that's a little bit more less subjective and more objective because you know um what what can i think maybe i think like feet in terms of like they're ve- they're a very very vulnerable part of the body like if you if your feet break like you can't walk like if you get trench foot you're done you know you know you ever seen trench foot no like your feet literally rot. Like, in the trenches, like, they would fall off because you were uh, you were in infected water okay. and fecal matter. Yeah. So, it's a very vulnerable part of the body. So, that is something, that's why I imagine it would be scary, you know, getting grabbed by the foot. Because, you know, you're getting dragged down, too. So, that's the more objective way. And this is way before World War II or World War I. So, obviously, he couldn't make that connection. This was, like, 1800s. World War I started in, like, 1917,
1: right? Yeah, it's, like, animalistic, usually crocodiles drag you yeah drag yeah drag exactly the, they,
2: they drag you by the by, foot by the foot yeah yeah because they're they're in the water and they grab you and they, they dis, uh they pull you in so that's the way i would see it so I, maybe he, i would look at from a biological perspective so i don't know that's the, the thing about um carl jung is a little too out there sometimes but anyway let's go on the transference level when jung said to his painter that he thought that she had a powerful masculine nature she did not recognize it seeing herself as fragile sensitive and feminine He's like, no, you're masculine. Maybe mm-hmm. you're a big boy. Uh, no. Young wondered why she did not acknowledge her own masculine traits. <laughs> so evident to him in relation to her friend. This brought him to another aspect of the dream. The transference level. The relationship to the an- analyst. That's true. That actually is interesting. This is actually more objective. The most objective part of everything. Because depending on how close you are to this person, you're probably not going to reveal so much, you know? There's a lot of things that you might omit when you're talking to somebody. Whether that be a friend, whether that be a, a psychiatrist, sometimes there's things you don't want to, yeah. you know, tell people because you, be, and you become way too vulnerable. Like, for example, if you say, like, like maybe it's like, why do you dream of wolves? Because maybe you're a serial killer and you feel like you're a predator and you want to kill people, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you wouldn't want to tell somebody that, obviously. So the transference level makes the most sense. Like, what is your relationship and how comfortable are you in releasing this kind of info to people?
1: Definitely plays a big factor.
2: Because you know, honestly, I've I've thought of uh, taking therapy, but I don't think I could do it just because I I know there's like a non-disclosure disclosure agreement, but I just don't trust it. Not saying like anything like would I'm not no I know it sounds paranoid, but it's just like mm, it's a it's a it's a worker, you know. It's like not somebody you could trust. You yeah. do you know what I mean? Like they're just, yeah. they're, I'm not saying like they're there for just a paycheck or anything, but maybe it's like, they wouldn't understand. I don't know. It depends. Cause you know, there is, a, there's an aspect where they're, they're very detached and they can see it from a more objective perspective. So it just depends. But anyway, um, whilst the dream images can correspond to different parts of the dreamer's own psyche, they can also correspond to people in the objective world. As well as other analysts in so far as the analyst may embody with what the dream image is symbolizing. This is the essence of the of a symbol that it can apply in a number of different situations, and this is what Jung found in this case. His patient told him that she was not with him. Yeah, his patient told him that when she was not with him, Jung appeared to her as a rather dangerous and sinister, like an evil magician or demon. Jung therefore interpreted that he, Jung, was acting as a dangerous masculine foot gripping crab bearing the protection of his patient's masculinity. <laughs> and it was this dependent relationship with Jung like that with her friend, which prevented her from crossing the river. Mm-hmm. I kinda I kinda get why why I mean sometimes I don't think you can be so like open, you know? When he suggested all this to his patient, she had an unexpected feeling of hatefulness and despising toward her friend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jung.
1: Young <laughs> suggested
2: suggests that the repression of the hateful masculine quality was broken and at that moment the patient entered a new phase of life without even knowing it.
1: Ruined the friendship. <laughs> Jung's
2: work on the t- on the inner subjective level had incarnated, humanized, and personalized its archetypal qualities. The impetuous, dangerous, hateful, despising masculine qualities, and thereby instead of being possessed by the qualities unknowingly she would be able to use those qualities in service of her fuller life. I don't know about that. We can see that by treating the dream image as symbols, with the images all representing elements within the dreamer's own psyche, and by asking for the dreamer's personal associations to the dreams, as well as amplifying other images with relation to archetypal themes, we are able to understand a dream and what it may be trying to communicate to the dreamer. Usually, by way of com- compensating for the dreamer's current conscious attitude, which is in one in some way one-sided or incomplete. A final thought on dreams: Jung wrote, "I have noticed that dreams are simple. That dreams are as simple or as complicated as the dreamer is herself himself. Only, they are always a little bit ahead of the dreamer's consciousness. I do not understand my own dreams any better than any of you." For they are always somewhat beyond my grasp, and I have the same troubles with them as anyone who knows nothing about dream interpretation. Knowledge is no advantage when it is a, when it is a matter of one's own dreams. Mm. What are you? What are,
0: I, I gotta say? Just on the crab thing, <clears throat> like he he kind of sums it up. Like yeah, and then she she realized how fucking right I was, and then she was really pissed at him, and then. Then she moved. She evolved into a better thing because she let go of that repressed thing. Here's my problem with that. What I if she's like, just yeah. really impressionable?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah, just yeah. like you're exactly. right. Fuck
0: that asshole. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And
2: um, I think the way I see it, the, these are these very loose principles. This, like for its time, it was probably groundbreaking.
1: Like he's coming across with I an think- amount of certainty that he shouldn't have.
0: Well, and back then these guys were like. I mean, it, it was almost like... That ma- well, no, I'm saying it was almost like magic. Like, there was nobody to really... I mean, religion probably wasn't too keen on him, but, I mean, there was no one to really call him on their shit, you know? Mm. Yeah, and, no. and that's all I'm saying is, like... I mean, maybe he was right, because I do agree that... I know, I you, think you, there's some loose principles there. No, no, but I'm saying, like, if you, if like you're feeling a repressed something or other and, you you know, it comes out, then you can heal. You know what I mean? It's like pulling the infection out, right? I do... I know that's true, but at the same time... It feels like it very easily could have just been she was super impressionable, and whatever you said, she was just gonna direct her shit at that. You,
1: you know what I mean? Like, very, yeah, very well, could be.
0: Remember, the foot is a phallic symbol.
1: Depends. That's so stupid. So much. How's on the her, foot on her personality. personality?
0: I don't know, ask Freud. Well, you, and the the ones who were in there. I mean, this was like new. This was like new age shit. You know,
2: it was in the process, and so it was she, all the psychological um field. Yeah.
0: So, so, I mean, if she was like just real keen to eat up whatever he was fucking putting on the table, you know? I but know. that's what it's weird because there's, there's,
2: um, how do I explain it? Like, there are, some of these ideas actually do make sense, but only in, in, as parts of a whole. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
2: Like, for example, I think the transference level, um, when he was talking about that, the, the depending, depending on the relationship of the person, and and to the end the dream analyst yeah like for example she saw him as an evil uh jung as an evil magician right so the the magician part when you i mean obviously a magician is sorcerer-like right and almost like i guess kind of divine in a sense so if you see somebody that way you're i guess like like uh, mac was saying that sounds more like you i can i can i can see why she she might kind of eat up whatever he says because she sees him as like oh a sorcerer you know you know what I mean? She has no objective
1: has a, a negative connotation though. Like she maybe felt or could unconsciously feel that she's impressionable and that she should be weary of this person. Mm-hmm. and what he's kind of projecting onto her.
2: That's true. But she that she said um, the devil also separately. So I don't know. Maybe maybe she's some magician or something bad.
0: Uh yeah.
2: But I don't know the connotation. To be. I mean, yeah, I think the 1800s magicians were seen probably negatively, right?
1: Not sure. Houdini
0: was mean. doing his thing back then, wasn't he? Or was he in the 1900s? I think it was the 1900s. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, I would imagine so, but
0: but I mean, remember. there was a big like spiritualist, like you know, what I mean, there was the spiritualist revival, spiritualism, connecting with the dead and all that shit. So I mean, psychology came out at around the same time as this stuff. Like the, Vic, not as a Victorian,
2: uh, 1800s. Yeah. Around Victorian. that area. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The, the big spi- like Ouija boards and seances and all that shit. All
2: right. We, we ready for the conclusion. See si. conclusion. Since antiquity dreams have been viewed as a source of divination, as a form of reality, as a curative force and as an extension or a adjunct of the waking state. Contemporary research focuses on efforts to discover and describe unique, complex, biochemical, and neurophysiological bases of dreaming. Psychoanalytical theorists emphasize the individual meaningfulness of dreams in their relation to the personal hopes and fears. Other perspectives assert that dreams convey supernatural meaning and some regard dreaming as nothing more than a normal activity of the nervous system. Such variety reflects the lack of any single all-encompassing theory about the nature or purpose of dreams. So like I said, there is... This is a very open-ended topic. Like, you, we haven't even gone through the yet, the neuro physiological. I mean, I, I'm not qualified for that, so I can't say much on that. I can only tell you what, what I think my experiences, the symbolism and the philosophical... I know somebody who may be, but I don't know... Like I said, I don't know... Maybe if the if the listeners are good and they subscribe, maybe I'll invite them. Right? It depends hey, on you guys.
1: Guys, <clears throat>
0: yeah. All right, Dream Machine. I want to tell you about my Dream Machine. Oh, the Dream Machine. Okay. Super quick, I actually found it. So there's actually a thing called Dream Machine, which I think is a computer thing. Uh, that's not the one we're talking about. The Dream Machine we're talking about is a stroboscopic flicker device that produces visual stimuli. Um, let's see. I'll just read through it real quick. It is, in its original form, a dream machine is made from a cylinder with irregular spaced shapes cut out of its sides. That cylinder is then placed upon a record turntable and rotated, depending on the scale, at either 78 or 45 revolutions per minute. A light bulb is suspended in the center of the cylinder with the rotation speed, making light emanate from the holes at a consistently pulsating frequency range of 8 to 13 flickers per second. It is meant to be looked at through closed eyelids upon which moving yantra-like mandala visual patterns emerge and an alpha wave mental state is induced. The frequency of the pulsations correspond to the electrical oscillations normally present in the human brain while relaxing. In 1996, uh, that doesn't matter, <clears throat> a Use a dream machine is viewed with the eyes closed. The pulsating light stimulates the optic nerve and thus alters the brain's electrical oscillations. As users adjust to the experience, they see increasingly complex animated yantra-like patterns of color behind their closed eyelids. Similar effects may be seen when traveling as a passenger in a car or bus. Close your eyes as the vehicle passes through the flickering shadows cast by regularly spaced roadside trees, streetlights, or tunnel strip lights. These were the hypnagogic effects. Uh, Brian Gisson said he sought to recreate with the device. It is claimed that by using the dream machine meditatively users enter an alpha wave or hypnagogic state. This experience may sometimes be quite intense but to escape from it one needs only to open one's eyes. Uh, The dream machine is bad for people with epilepsy.
1: (coughs) So it's like a disco strobe light?
0: Kind of but you gaze at it uh, when you're doing relaxing stuff and it starts getting into your brain.
1: Okay yeah. I mean I can see mm. how that works I can see how it works I want
0: to look into this now Cause I I, I know people How use much do they cost? Meditation. Well you can make one If you have a record player mm. Like you You do make it I don't think they sell them As As that You just make it Following those uh,
2: We can be the first Start making them <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I mean, you do that, you stare at it, or you put it there, face it while you're asleep, and it'll get into your brain. I think there was the article I read was people talking about using it to induce lucid dreams.
2: Oh, and there's a whole forum uh, that we talked about that in the, um, I think, first or second episode. I think in Romancy we talked about there's like a whole dedicated subreddit to um, uh, lucid dreaming. I ca- I think they're called, um, ah. they have a specific Greek name. It's like something, Phile. Uh, What's it do? Let me see. What? Greek. Give me a second. How do you say dream in Greek? Yeah, I think it's called onerophilia. philia. I think it's onerophilia and where you have a bunch of people who they are dedicated to trying to maximize their Lucid dreaming,
1: mm-hmm. okay. which
2: that would be cool. I would love to. I don't know how that affects. I'm, I'm curious. Like, oh no, it's. I think it's Onero Safia.
1: Onero Safia.
2: Onero.
1: Did they ever bring up the CIA files in there?
2: No, but we actually could talk about
0: that. Was, Fucking, uh, what was that project
1: called? About like lucid dreaming? Whatever. Just all that shit, man. There was a lot.
0: Onero that Safi.
2: That's what it's called. Onero Safi. Quite a bit. That was,
0: uh, uh something ultra, right? MK, MK ultra? ultra,
1: yeah. I think I mean, yeah. It's it ties that into was a that. separate program, but it ties into that yeah. for sure. That's, oh,
0: that's fucking wild that the CIA was in that shit. Fucking astral projection, psychic powers, mm-hmm. fucking remote viewing. Like they they actually studied that. That is wild, man. That's crazy shit. Let me get on that.
2: CIA dreaming, um,
0: declassified. They declassified in K Ultra, haven't they? Yeah. Check out the training manuals. for the
1: (laughs) lucid dreaming. uh, The technique I described it in one of the yeah the the mind
2: control program. That's what it says.
1: You're supposed to lay like uh, your head slightly raised Uh on your back, so maybe like a single pillow on your back. Uh, Close your eyes and you just try and stay still because usually. When you're trying to go to sleep, you might want to move or mm-hmm. like change positions. You're not supposed to do that. Maybe like your something itches on your face or you want to scratch. Don't do that. Right. Just focus. Stay as still as possible and mm-hmm. just fall asleep like that. And apparently that's supposed to help induce lucid dreaming. That's one <clears throat> technique.
0: Have you ever tried astral projection? Have you had that? I've tried it. I've never had it. I've I have once. When you've done it or you've tried it once.
1: It just happened once.
0: You had like an out of body experience, yeah. Wow, that should be for another episode. I, I tried to induce it once, and it was crazy because I would I was super into it when I was younger, right. So, I could literally, I'm not even joking, so I could go like perv on chicks in the astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> Mac, Mac 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 you Mac like a know, I was like, I'll be a ghost uh, in the girls' locker room and oh, shit. Yeah. I was a, this is like sixth grade. You Mac, know what you sound so,
2: like? From, you <laughs> sound like uh, Yu show. Remember Yu Hakusho? <laughs>
1: hey, blow me off now. I'm coming for you in the astral plane. <laughs> I'll hide where you want. I'll fucking fly there, man. So I, I
0: no no shit that's how I got there. I was like shit you can do that. <laughs> this is when I was when Mac was this age. I'll see like, you later. I, I just what? like something was on the internet. You gotta understand the internet was in its like infancy then, right? And so I'd see stuff on on like some crazy little like fucking uh, Geo City's fucking homemade webpage and like yeah he can leave your body. I'm like no fucking shit. <laughs> I can fucking fly, sweet. And so I would try it, dude. Fucking, I got scared. I could never fucking go through with it. I, I was real good at relaxing. I was real good at visualization because I did that through martial arts and meditation and stuff, even at a young age. It's probably especially because of young age, and my brain wasn't fucking oatmeal because of YouTube and shit. Um, but, no, I would lay there, and I'd fucking do the visualizations and the breathing, and there's this, like, this vibrating sensation that would come, and I was like, holy shit, it's happening. And I would get the sensation, and it would be at, like, my head where I would feel like it was starting to separate fucking freaked me out too much man I I pussied out and then I read stories about people like fucking seeing like fucking demons and shit on the astral. I was like yeah I'm not trying to fuck around with that I'll just wait till somebody I'll just go to the creek where some fucking dirty old men leave their porno mags (laughs) that'll be my (laughs) that'll be my fix for the day So I didn't ask to project because oh man, <laughs> <laughs> You
1: backed out. <laughs> I backed
0: out and I, I I went for something less. Yeah, I got tempted again later on because like yeah, you can have sex in the astral. I was like, holy shit, maybe I need, <laughs> anyway. maybe I need to reopen this box. Just tried do, it again, but not nah, like no nah, with the demon man. Who cares? No, no, no. I fucking can't focus as well as I used to. I can I can still do it, but it takes like it takes a lot of mental energy to fucking. Focus even half as well as I used to when I was younger, mm-hmm. and so. Cause I, and we didn't watch it. I mean, I watched TV as a kid, but I didn't watch like a shit ton. Not like now, where I'm constantly looking at a fucking screen, you know.
1: Um, what's the long term effects of too much information? You know, Denzel keeps fucking dodging that question. We're gonna <laughs> have to have him on the question. show one time. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be like, "That's a good question." And just that's that's on. the question. Is it Denzel? <laughs> that's what
0: she asked you. <laughs> that's a great question. You gonna you gonna answer it, guy? <laughs>
2: What are the ramifications of too much information?
0: That that's a good question. I'll circle back around. <laughs> so I'll circle back.
1: Circle back. back Alright, we're gonna circle back. Parabellum? Parabellum.
0: Uh yeah. Parabellum.